Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show in the official podcast for wrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about Raw and how much it's terrible. We are talking about SmackDown and how great it is. It's not, but okay. Shut up. It's Survivor Series season, ladies and gentlemen. The one time a year where I tell John how bad Raw is and how great SmackDown is. Just like Survivor Series is the one night that only Raw and SmackDown guys are allowed to fight each other. Because both of those were lies. Oh, we're also going to talk about NXT, which had a big episode tonight. I'm Owen, joined as always by... And we're joined as always by everybody out there on the internet! Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live right now over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. Uh, send us your questions in your comments. We are monitoring the chats there and our Twitter at the heel turn. We'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. It, your knee's all fucked up. It is. So is that what we're starting off with? You should, you should fix that. I went to, I went to the doctor. I, John, I don't like going to doctors. I went to a doctor for this. And they x-rayed it, and they said, you didn't break any bones, but you fucked something up, so you gotta go schedule to get an MRI, so. The bugs that's injuring everyone in the WWE from last year has finally caught up to me. You got the mumps. Congratulations. Nope, that's not it. I, John, if, if, I, if I had the mumps, I would not be on this podcast. I would be on, a, on my deathbed somewhere. I... I'm not entirely sure what the mumps is, honestly. It's real bad. Okay. Well, good to know. You people like the the men, like the viral meningitis that they were saying some people have. Mm-hmm. People die from that. Like it affects your spinal cord. Oh wait, the mumps is is meningitis. I think they're similar. Oh. Hmm. I'm I'm not a doctor. I should probably look this up. While I'm saying it on a podcast. Hey, who does research on a podcast? I mean, seriously. It is... Contagious disease caused by a virus. Thanks, thanks, Internet. I had no idea. A few days of fever, headache, muscle aches, tiredness, and loss of appetite, followed by swollen salivary glands. So yeah, it is similar. Okay, that sounds no fun. Yeah, it messes with your glands, they swell up. The meningitis is more toward the spine, spinal cord, and can kill you. It's bad. So, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we get the news. But, John, my knee is fucked up. Hopefully I don't need surgery. But if I do, I will not miss any podcasts because all I have to do is sit here. Well, all right, then. How are things with you? They're pretty good. I mean, they're not like things have been crazy with having to, you know, try and find a new apartment. But hey, I don't need to talk about that on this podcast. Let's talk about things that are actually fun, like Golf Story. Oh, tell me about Golf Story. I've like played it. that. I should play more of it, but the Mario is coming out. Yeah, which is why I was trying to play some of it because I feel like I'm. It's gonna be a while before I get to that. Yeah, I'm trying to finish uh, Picross before I'm almost done. All right then. How is it? Yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's golf did game. You ever play Mario Golf for the Game Boy Color? Yeah, I did. It's that game, but with funnier writing. I don't understand the writing a lot of the time. If I'm oh, being no, honest, I don't I feel either. like 
I love it though. Like the way that everybody talks, like they sound like they're British. Like, it, where is this game I made? No I, it's it's very confusing sometimes. The, the writing. The coach is an asshole. The one person can't golf at all, but they keep challenging you. It's great. I really liked the. Uh, not to spoil. I mean, whatever. I'm on. It's, it's I'm very on the early in the game. Course. I'm on the second course as okay, well. So. I'm I'm not I'm not, not that much further than you, honestly. Uh so yeah, I really like the the golf simulator on the uh the first or yes. course there. That was a really good bit. Yes, it's so good. Like you know, to say, Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Nope. You know, they swing the right way off. It's awesome. Yep, and then the payoff for that fucking uh for that mission that you have to do being so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game is pretty funny. I don't know. I'm, I'm not oh, that John, far into it, so... Is your microphone plugged in all the way? Because it keeps popping in and out. Like, the mm-hmm. loudness Sorry, keeps man. going weird. Check your, check your recording Band appears to be sure. being weird. Yeah, GarageBand is doing some weird shit now. It's I I had it set on automatic level control, and that appears to have done something weird to it, and decided to drop it down all the way. Yeah, it's making it go up and down. You should turn that off. I have turned it off, and I'm not sure if it's really solving the no, issue. No, you sound better now. That was, that was oh, scary. Don't, don't don't ever do that again. I mean, I'm also like way more on the microphone now than I was before. That, that so you know. Uh, here's a qu- here's a mild spoiler, but it's on the first course, so fuck you. Hey, John. What? Have you done the mini golf thing yet? In the the sec in the no, second the course? course. No. The first course being you know the one you start off on. Yeah, I know. I I haven't found all the the buttons yet. Ah, so you find all the buttons and you unlock this crazy mini golf. It's really funny. It's. I definitely want to play it. It's just, yeah, I can't find the buttons. I've only found two of them. I, I actually took my time to find them all. It's, it's not that hard. You, you you figure it out. Good. It's a good game. Well, all right then. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I I hear that maybe it doesn't, It maybe it overstays its welcome a little bit, but I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm enjoying playing some, some golf. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was going to be this or Hot Shots or, you know, everybody's golf, whatever it's called now. So mm-hmm. I'll take this one. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? I've been playing another Nintendo game. Well, what's that, Owen? I've been playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Oh, did that come out? To- no, it's not out. Then how are you playing it? Also, your microphone's still acting weird. So you should get back up on the microphone again. I, I, I don't am. know what to tell you. God damn it. Anywho, John, it is not out in North America. It is out in Australia. Oh, it's that uh that Sonic Mania bullshit again, huh? Except the difference is that when you select your region, you can only pick Australia. And you cannot connect a Nintendo account from North America to it. Yeah, it sounds like something Nintendo would do. But here's the thing, John. Due to that Sonic Mania bullshit, I have a Australian Nintendo account. So I totally connected that to it. 
Well, all right then. And yeah, when the actual like North American release comes out next month, I'll have to start from scratch with my actual Nintendo account. But I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm playing Animal Crossing, dude. How is it? Fucking great. As far as Animal Crossing games go, it's so good, John. Like you could fish, you collect seashells on the beach, talk to your neighbors. They have quests they they have to give you. Okay, but how do you interact with it? Is my question. Your microphone's still doing that stuff too, by the way. I'm aware. I don't know how to fix uh, it. That's weird. Um, like, how do you like move around? You you think? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah, it's your tap, or you hold down your finger and move it and scroll it across. But it's it's an actual like full blown no, Animal Crossing. It's not like. full blown, but it's enough of Animal Crossing that I'm totally happy with it. I still, okay, I, st- okay. I still want no, a Switch I, version. I, I haven't seen the direct, so I don't know anything about what this game is aside from like the weird screenshots you're sending me. Yeah, you walk, you walk around. You can, you know, collect shells. You can go fishing. You can collect bugs, shake trees, and get fruits. Essentially, what you're doing is you have a, a camping ground, and you go around these different areas and try to recruit people to come visit it by, you know, you know. Matching whatever piece uh, of furniture they want you to have there, like if they want you to have cool stuff or sporty stuff, or ne- okay, like they give you a list and that you makes sense. Get that stuff by crafting. You do missions for these guys that give you materials, then you go and craft them up and place them in your. So, camp. what do you do? How do you get the crafting materials? Is this something that like, uh, okay? How does Tom Nook factor into this? Let me just put it that way. Tom Nook doesn't, it factors in only one way. Yo, you want to spend some money? So he's the one running the real money store. Tom Nook, of course he is. Give you a leaf, uh, what is it? Uh, let me tap the, let me tap the menu to see what these stupid things are called. Uh, leaf tickets. Use, use leaf tickets. And uh, you can speed up the timers, and you can uh, buy more slots for crafting, or, you know, buy special items that are timed. Like, one of them, you can actually get Tom Nook to hang out in your camp. But it costs you 250 leaf tickets. I mean, Tom Nook is a cool guy. I I want him to hang out in my camp. There's two of those items available now. You can either have Tom Nook hang out, or you can have KK Slider hang out. Fuck! You have to choose? Or you can spend some money and get both. You can spend the real money and get both. God damn you, Nintendo. It's I, was I, wondering, I was wondering where the, the money part was coming in. I mean, honestly, though, like, you know, considering that everything I've seen of this game has just been your weird screenshots, like, for all I knew, this game was just fucking uh, Amiibo Festival. Nope. You run around, like, you give you different areas to, like, yeah, you, you have like a map you pick like from one, two, three, four, five, eight different areas currently I have that you can travel to. Like some of them are islands, beaches, forests, you know, and anywhere, and uh, find people hanging out there and ha- requesting fish or fruits or bugs to give them, and they you give it to them. You create a friendship level with them, and when they're and that's high enough, they'll come and visit your camp. All right then. 
You should go watch the direct. They pretty much lay out what this game is, and it is what they said it is, and it's great. Yeah. Just, like, I can't spend any real dollars on this because it, I'd have to have an Australian credit card, which I don't have. And also, I'll just wait till I get my actual copy of this game. And then I will spend money because I'm an idiot. Well, isn't that great? John, I can have KK Slider and, T- and Tom Nook hang out. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not a good thing. I'm not saying that it's not totally worth it. Hold on, I got, I got a, I have a friend request here on here. It is from. Is it from Tom Nook? It's not from Tom Nook. Well, then what's the fucking point? Oh man, I keep getting. One's from Mate M A I T. I'll add user friend. And the other one is from Pudge. Who I will also add. These Australians are weird, man. One of my friends on here is named Satan. The Hail Satan. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I said. I said Hail Satan. Oh, crazy. This game's crazy. I like it. But please put out Switch Animal Crossing. Because I, I like the Animal Crossing. And I want to I play more of it. I mean, I assume they're... they're doing it right. Uh, Venom Bastard in chat says uh, you can owe Tom Nook real money. And no, there's birds that uh, that run your that can expand your RV, which is essentially your house. And you then they loan you stuff for that, and they need to pay them back. So there's always debt. So it's just like real life. But your house is an RV. Again, just like real life. Okay, fair enough. It's, it's kind of, this is a tough economy, man. Had to make okay. some sacrifices. But I am crafting a drum set to put into my RV. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty good. It also, it's, it's taking five hours to craft, so... I'm just... Oh, there's out. timers on that? Oh, wait a minute. What am I talking about? It's Animal Crossing. Of course there's fucking timers. That, that's why I don't get why people are be like, oh, man, there's timers on It's like, it's Animal Crossing. Real time is a timer on Yeah, Animal Crossing is the game where you fucking do something and then you have to wait until the next day. Yep. What also, did you expect? Also, real time does pass in the game, too. Well, of course, because it's Animal Crossing. But also, when you shake a tree, a timer pops up that says... Fruit will grow back in three hours. Or you could put fertilizer on it and get it now. So it's a mobile game. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. It's a good balance of a mobile game and Animal Crossing. I'm having fun. I will probably put money into the real one because I'm having a good time and it was free. I'll check it out. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm certainly more interested in this than I was in Fire Emblem. Well, it's because that's anime bullshit. This is Animal Crossing. I've always really wanted to get into Fire Emblem, but I don't know. I have a bunch of the games, and I've just never played them. I have that GameCube one, and the Wii one, and, like, one of the 3DS ones, I think. I think I bought Awakening, but, never played them. Weird. Animal Crossing is my favorite Nintendo franchise, so there's no surprise here. I like it. You are incorrect. What do you mean? I'm incorrect that I have a favorite Nintendo franchise. Because the only answer is WarioWare. WarioWare is cool. 
I just don't. I don't have the love for it that I have for Animal Crossing. You got that one where you spin the fucking Game Boy, though. Hey, I'm not saying WarioWare is not good. It's very good. It's spin that bad. fucking Game Boy. All right. Spin the Game Boy. I did, but now I gotta pay Tom Nook money. Tom Nook is not in that video game. You were lying to me. Tom, Tom Nook is an amiibo. He's in every video game now. It's true. I, I swear, uh, in Mario Odyssey, there better be an option where if you tap the Tom Nook amiibo, it'll take all your coins. That should be a thing that it does. That would just be mean. But it's Tom Nook. You, you, you owe him. Pay the Tom Nook what belongs to Tom Nook. Render unto Nook that which is Nook's. Yep, his, his face is on the back of those uh, those bells. You just never look at it. Think about it. Probably right. Mm-hmm. Johnny, got anything else, or do you want to head into wrestling news? Because it's a busy week in wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't want to do this any longer than we have to. All right, I'm, I'm going to play the uh, the news jingle. Hey, John. Skip it about wrestling news. Did you, did you hear about the, the mumps that we were talking about earlier? Yeah, I I, I mean, I heard from a, a source here. I don't know if they're really credible or not. I mean, they didn't do any research or anything, but, like, I heard it's, that's, that sucks. I mean, I did look it up earlier. You were with me when I read what the symptoms were. Hey, don't don't be breaking the law of don't do research on a podcast. I'm always breaking the law. You should know this. I'm above the law. Fucking criminal. Fuck the police. Fuck the podcast police. But John, Roman Reigns has the podcast the mumps. police would be. Rosango. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought it was. Roman Reigns is the mumps, you say? What? Yeah, it's not viral meningitis, as some people were saying. Ray might have, and Bo might have that, but I cannot confirm. My sources do say Roman's got the mumps. That that's sucks. Why that's why he's dead. Yeah, he's going to be out for a bit longer, and as well as Bray and Bo, so whoopsies. So much for the shield. Yeah, that that's a bummer. I mean, hey, it it worked out on Monday, if I'm being honest. Yeah, they really did well. I mean, they did until the okay. bullshit happened. Oh, no, you mean the best part of the show. No, I mean that shit was bad. I mean that shit was great. Yeah, because you're a fool. Hey, to each your own. Speaking of fools, I got another bit of news. Jeff Jarrett and uh, Impact Wrestling have officially parted ways. Whoopsies! What do you mean, whoopsies? I mean, that was a, a great partnership that was very fruitful and lasted for very long. Hey, remember? The remember when they bought GFW? That was cool. That's not part of they're they're separate from GFW again. See, I told you that was going to happen. No, but here's the thing: people kept reporting earlier that that was gonna happen like that or had already happened and I said pump the brakes I'm pretty sure this is all speculation this hasn't happened yet 
and because it's true, and just now this is happening, and that's because Jeff Jarrett is an out of control idiot, which is probably why they're firing him. Well, yeah, he's pretty much almost cost them their deal with Triple uh, A. How did he do over, that over the past weekend where he showed up to the shows like un- uh, incredibly drunk and unable to perform? Now, that I was unaware of, but I'm also not very surprised. And he's in no condition to perform, and that was the last straw. So the rumors ahead of time before that was false, because I had told you I had no credible sources on it. But this one, despite Jeff Jarrett like, refuting the reports online, it, it, it happened. And he's gone. And GFW is not part of Impact anymore. So, again, though, what is that about? Like, did they not actually buy GFW from him? Were they just licensing it? I'm pretty sure they were licensing it. Okay, that's weird. I think they were on the verge of buying it, but uh, that whatever deal that was is now terminated. The contract is gone. Well, it's a good thing that they introduced those belts, right? Uh, they can just put this, uh, a uh, post-it note on top of the logo. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, I'm not, because it's still Impact, and I still don't care. Oh, but come on, Bound for Glory's coming up. Aren't you excited? So, I heard that... the uh, I heard that Jarrett was very instrumental in and part of the reason why they're pissed off at him also is that Jarrett was very also very instrumental in the the case against the Broken Hardies. This I had not heard. Okay, so it, I could just see that being bullshit that the fucking dirt sheets are saying. Well, tell me what the dirt sheets said. I mean, this is just some, like, fucking speculation that I heard, or somewhere that was something like Jarrett was, you know, one of the driving forces behind not letting the Hardies keep their shit. That sucks. And that perhaps Anthem was kind of upset about how this is all going. And that might have factored into their decision. Again, I have absolutely no idea if that is true at all. I am not making any aspersions that it is. From the stories I've been told, I wouldn't wouldn't trust that. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Uh, but maybe I, there's something I hadn't heard, so I will keep my ear to the ground and uh, let you know if I hear anything. All right, then. But uh, that's it for, like, actual news. It's more so, like, what happened on Sunday, the breaking news that happened on Friday, more so. Yeah, and that was some fucking crazy shit when it happened. So do you want to talk about TLC? Yeah, let's talk about TLC. Let's talk about the fact that uh, on Friday, they announced that Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt were too sick to do anything, so they're gone. Well, the two big matches they were promoting, though. Oh, no, we didn't get to see Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor again. Excuse me, you mean the demon versus Sister Abigail? Yes, I do mean the demon versus Sister Abigail. Okay, not to skip ahead here, but... After the match that happened in its stead, Corey Graves made a comment about how he was 
he was sure that, you know, Sister Abigail versus the demon would have been really good too, but this match was awesome and amazing. I know you're a company man, Corey, but fuck off. You don't believe that for a second. Don't don't tell Corey to fuck off. Tell Vince to fuck off because he said it in his ear. Could always you, say no. No, you can't. <laughs> Especially when you're in when you're getting all these opportunities that he's getting to be on both shows. You you can't. Or else he turns into Morrow. And look where Morrow is. On the best show? Yeah, but also not like where people actually tune in. But on the best show. But also not on both brands. Five but hours a week getting paid. On the best show. Again, it's about the payment, John. It's not about the one hour show that Morrow he's on that he wants to record once I'm a sure month. I'm sure Morrow doesn't give a shit because he's... Also doing his fucking MMA shit. Well, yeah, not, I'm talking about Corey. Yeah, Corey, again, Corey is a serious company man. Like, Morrow doesn't has to, have to be. He has all his irons in, in exactly. different fires. Yeah, I, I know. Point is, it's, don't, don't blame Corey. He had no choice. But, John, so, with the... Sister Abigail out and Reverend Reigns out. They just put Finn into the this handicap match. Uh, no. In fact, uh, what they did instead was decide that fucking Kurt Angle was gonna be in it. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Kurt like, Angle wrestling again. And admittedly, what? it's you know aside from the big one. He didn't really take that many bumps, so... Also, he had some protection. Yeah, he definitely had some protection. That You know what? I, I will say, I thought about that while watching the match, uh, that this was a good way to, like, shield Kurt Angle a I see bit. what you did there. I see what they did there, but at the same time, the visual of Kurt Angle in the fucking SWAT gear? Pretty fucking cool! Did you not? Did I did that was I the one who texted you earlier that day saying I fucking hope Kurt Angle's in Spock here. Oh yeah, you did. And they told, and when they gave it to him backstage, I lost my mind. And then he came out of his proud shield dad. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's extremely good. And hey, you know what? That match was very fun. It was. I mean, it, I thought it was way too fucking long, though. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, it was way too long. Like, like I wanted to, I wanted to jump into a garbage compactor halfway through it. Well, about that. What, what are you getting at? Braun Strowman's dead. Yeah, came threw him in the fucking garbage truck, and he got killed by the trash compactor. The crowd chanted that that was murder, and they're right. Kane got a promo on Raw where he straight up said that he murdered him. He sure did. I couldn't believe that. Like, all right, in canon, he killed him. He is actually dead. This is not a joke. It's like, I looked into his eyes as he was killed by the garbage truck. It's like, what? Uh, okay, then. Fuck, man. Look, he's a, he's a literal demon. 
I thought Finn Balor was a literal demon. No, he's a demon king. So does he rule over Cain? No, because Cain's the devil's favorite demon. But he's he's the king. Yeah, but he's literally Satan's right-hand man. That puts you above a king. So does that explain why he, uh, he did what he did on Raw? Yes. I mean, okay, if you just want to talk about that now. Fucking Christ! Okay, no, actually, I want to talk about... I want to talk about what happened on Sunday first. Well, because... Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't say who replaced Bray Wyatt. Exactly. And we're going to talk about that right now. Uh, instead of Bray Wyatt, we got fucking AJ Styles! Wait, he's a SmackDown guy. Yeah! I thought Survivor Series was the one night of the year. One night only! AJ Styles on TLC, and then he was on Raw. Well, I mean, there there was a reason for that one. Well, yeah, but, you know, there was that happened before then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. And you may wonder, hey... I know that these guys have history with each other, you know, or not even really with each other. They were kind of like, they just kind of passed each other in bullet, in uh, uh, New Japan when they were both Bullet Club leaders. Uh, they've never really had Excuse a one Excuse me. Yeah? The, you mean the Notorious Club? Is that what they're called now? Someone did not listen to the pre-show. I didn't know there was a pre-show. For, uh, for TLC? There's always a pre-show. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you talk, were talking about our pre-show. No, it's not about the that TLC pre-show. you can hear if you tune in early at uh, Mixler.com slash Zonecast or Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Don't actually tune into Mixler this week because we're not doing it. Yeah, we're taking a break from Mixler because there's audio issues with the new update. Yep, their app is broken. Mm-hmm. But uh, Good job, yeah. guys. The... Um, on the on the free show, Renee pointed out that they were both leaders of the Notorious Club. Yes, no, I, I I totally remember that now that you're talking about it. And yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yep, really good. It was really dumb. Mm-hmm. It was a really dumb show. It is. But anyway, the point being, you may wonder if this match could really live up to like lofty expectations considering that they've had no time to book it, no time to put in any story whatsoever. Like, you know, it's it is the absolute epitome of wrestling for wrestling's sake. And also AJ was on a long flight. Yeah. Also AJ fucking just came back from South America. Mm-hmm. Specifically for this, and that's wild. Uh yeah, about that. This might be this is definitely in contention for match of the year, I'm just saying. Yes, but your question was does it live up to the hype and the answer is no. No, the answer is this is like in contention for match of the year, so no, well, holy no, shit. No, but John, that's the crazy thing. It's a contender for match of the year, but also it's not the best match these two could have put on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I that's mean, what I'm you, getting at. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Like, to think that they could do, they could build this out in so many more ways. They could turn this into a legitimate story and everything like that and, like, put on some fucking crazy-ass shit 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, it, they had no build for this, like no time to really figure out anything aside from, you know, what they figured out in the ring. And they fucking killed it. Like, they, they didn't even make a video package for this. They were able to fucking throw together one for Kurt Angle that they, I mean, that, you know... That was the entire package was Kurt Angle. And admittedly, they showed that package, like, five times on the pay-per-view. So proud of it. I feel like that was probably the only one they had time to make. But I just love that they just threw the rest of the thing, under the show, under the bus. Oh, yeah. It's like, whatever storylines we had, gone... It's only about Kurt Angle now. Which, in fairness, you know. Dude hasn't wrestled in WWE for a million years. And, yeah, he was doing stuff on the independent circuits and in Impact and everything. But it wasn't his best work. And also, let's just say, he got fucked up. And I don't know what you're talking about. He never wrestled anywhere but WWE. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, how could I make such a... Tragic mistake. It's his first time in the ring in 11 years. They, they said it how many times? <laughs> Numerous. Like, sometimes in the same like segment, they said it like three times. It's like, yeah, you get it. Fuck, fuck impact. I get it. Never happened. Who, who cares? Yep. Yeah, AJ Styles, Finn Balor. Oh my god. Just nothing but insane fucking spots and, like, amazing fucking moves that you know that, like, you know, like, it's one of those situations where they're just pulling out their absolute best, like, most brutal shit because, A, they know the other person can take it, and, B, they know the other person is going to throw something even fucking crazier right back at them. So, you know, they're just fucking going for it. Like, AJ Styles hitting that fucking brutal-looking Uki Garoshi. That that was fucking great. Like Finn Balor pulling out fucking uh, God. What what was the move that he hit? That was really cool. Like every move. Yeah, no, but there was like a specific one that he did that I'm I'm blanking on the name, but it, it's got like a really cool name and it was fucking neat as shit. That could literally be any move. He had a lot of cool moves in the match. Yeah, true. Hmm? It's Finn Balor, man. They yeah, weird. When he actually has a good opponent, he's motivated. He can actually like pull out some cool moves. Yep, this was the best thing that could have happened to Finn Balor. Like in one match, they completely changed the fucking narrative of Finn Balor and made him super fucking awesome again. And then they completely squandered it on su- on Monday by feeding him to Kane. What? In service of Kane getting killed by Braun Strowman because I guess he can't fight Roman anymore. Like, that has to be the reason they brought him in, right? Was to fight Roman? But then Roman got sick? Uh, Kane? No, Kane was brought in to fight Braun. They, they straight up set that up. Well, they did, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like this... Call me crazy here. Maybe the story that would have made some sense here would have been if, let's say, the brother of The Undertaker were to come back and be like, yo, fuck this dude for retiring my brother. What? That, what are you trying to say? Like he did a, a Tombstone Paul Driver last week and set, to set that up? You're, 
You're you're looking too close into things. Oh, okay. Now I get it. You're not being serious, and you're just fucking with me. Yeah, I'm, of course, I'm being I'm I'm being totally not serious because, of course, that's what it was. But they pivoted it on Sunday to be with Braun Strowman, who is now literally dead. Except fucking Kane is cutting a promo as if Braun's going to be back like next week. So he's dead, though. I mean, he should be dead. I know he's not because, you know, it's Braun Strowman. He should have been dead when fucking Roman Reigns tried to murder him. But, John, here's the thing about Kane, though. It seems whenever he, like, kills people, they tend to come back. Like, remember how many times he's buried the Undertaker alive? He's a zombie. Well, now Braun Strowman's a zombie, and now he's got a trench coat and a cowboy hat. I would actually be really into that. <laughs> the Strowman Taker is here. He can shoot lightning from his beard. Please, please. It's the Bing Bonger Taker. I'm just using words that WWE would actually consider. I I don't think they're going to pick up on the Bing Bong name. They really should, though. They should. It's high time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Good job making Finn Balor look stupid, but feeding him to Kane. Like, I get it. You're making Kane look strong again. And, like, having Finn take fucking three choke slams is not the worst thing in the world, I suppose. But also, he beat AJ Styles. Yeah, he beat AJ Styles. And fucking come on. It's Kane. Like, I know that he's a fucking monster dude and, like, you can make him credible whenever you want in the same way that you do it with Big Show. But it's Kane. He's not really done anything of real worth for a long time. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, wow. What has he done since Team Hell No broke up? He became Corporate Kane, which started as a fun thing for a while, and then just kind of kept going and wasn't great. He's going to become the mayor of of Knoxville. Yes, it is true. He's going to become the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. And that's cool. Knox County, that's it. But that has nothing to do with his... WWE shit. Also, he's not... It's not Kane who's going to become it. It's Glenn Jacobs. No. Have you seen his his logo? It's got flames on it. It's got flames on it because he's a cool bro that's into flames and shit. He's Kane. He's gonna have a mask, the mask in the glass, in his office, and whenever, like, opposition to his plans, you know, starts sprouting up, he's gonna put on the, the mask and set people on fire. I don't know. He's not that one Japanese wrestler that got elected to Japanese parliament and fucking never took the mask off. I don't remember who that was, but that's really cool. It's very, it, I know. I know what you're talking about. It is extremely cool. It's the fucking best. Mm-hmm. That's some true fighting spirit right there. Anyway. What else do you want to talk about, Owen? Other stuff happened on this show, and... Some of it was good. I mean, we could start with the start here. I'm surprised that the Oscar versus Emma was that competitive. That sucked. It was fine. John, Emma is a jobber. Emma is Emma. Yes, we love her. 
but she's also has been treated and booked like dog shit on the main roster. I'm not disagreeing. Ever since she came up. Not once have they made her like a national series threat. I'm not disagreeing at all. Asuka is a killing machine. She should not be having trouble with Emma. All right. Two things here. First of all, like, I really don't know what a squash would have really accomplished for Asuka, considering that, like, we, people, you know, fine, maybe the main audience of the main roster doesn't really know her all that well, but, like, she's a known quantity, we've seen what she can do, there's all this stuff, they already, like, have the history with Emma and everything, like, I think it's more interesting to have Asuka be someone that actually gets legitimate wins and, like, looks really strong and, like, actually competitive okay, instead of just doing fucking squash opponents. matches because, like, I think that, you know, they don't need to do the fucking in Goldberg thing of her of just, like, feeding her, like, completely weak people to, like, boost that number up. They already have done that by having her beat fucking everyone, no matter how good they were. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying the opponent was wrong. If it was against someone like Bailey, then it would have made sense. No, it wouldn't have fucked Bailey, I, I well yeah that she, that's why she was gonna lose because fuck Bailey but also Emma is not the right opponent it made Oscar seem just like everyone else she didn't seem special and just to me I didn't I I felt like it was a terrible showcase of her I'm not saying it was like a, I wanted a five second match where she just kicked her in the head and pinned her I want one where she's throwing her around the ring and show and ex- show yo I'm dominant. No one's ready for me. You are trying to take away the fucking, like, first really good Emma match I've had Uh in so fucking long. Fuck off! (laughs) Like, stop looking a fucking gift horse in the mouth. What is wrong with you? We got a good Emma match. We got a match that proves, yes, Emma is still one of the best wrestle ladies. Well, yeah, I know. Christ! You're so angry. So yes, I am, because you're complaining about and fucking Emma finally getting a showcase to look fucking awesome instead of the bullshit that they've done with her. And you're like, oh, well, they should have just made her right, look right, weak right, and right, ineffective. John, right, let, me, let me put it this way. Where are they going to take her from here? I don't care. No, you have to care. If they're going to just have her of these two matches, then go back to being like not on television, except like face like Dana Brooke on main event or something. That's useless raw is a useless show they don't know what they're doing so you know what i'll take it what i can get okay i'll I'll, I'll let i'll let you have this i'll let you have this it was a good match i liked it i i I did not like it but that's my opinion i am excited for oscar i'm not because they did the match again on raw yeah they sure fucking did and she and Oscar looked even weaker in that one. Yeah, that I will say that maybe that one shouldn't have been as competitive. I don't think them should have been. Okay, or let the, me actually say what I mean here. They should not have done that again. No. Why did they do it again? See, now it would have made sense if uh, if uh, Emma got obliterated the first match, and then she's saying I wasn't ready. And then have a, a, more, a slightly more competitive match the second night. But this just didn't work the way they 
set it up. Yeah, this was bad. Th- this made absolutely no sense and was just fucking raw being shit awful again. Mm-hmm. There, there was no good reason to do this. But they gotta show off Oscar. Yeah, cool. Show off Oscar. That's great. Have her fight literally anyone else. Have you seen her entrance? It's so cool. It is really cool. She has an entrance and that's it. She's Bobby Roode. She has a lot more than an entrance. She's Bobby Roode now. No, because... A, Asuka is a much better wrestler than Bobby Roode. Let's not get it twisted. All right, fine. Let me replace it. She's Shinsuke Nakamura on the main roster now. Racist? No, it's not racist. So all Japanese people are the same now, huh? I ha- I compared her to Bobby Roode first, and you wouldn't let me have that. <laughs> this is on you. You did this. But she's a talented person with a really cool entrance and, a, and is an actual like, amazing wrestler, but they're not utilizing it correctly. They say, check out this entrance. That's cool. But you're not allowed to do your cool moves, though. She did her cool kicks. She did the Oscar lock. Uh, okay. I must have been yawning during that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, if you want to say maybe this match shouldn't have been so competitive, maybe it should have just been more of a like a squash, then that's an argument we can have. But like, you know, saying that Asuka did not look particularly good. No, like Asuka looked like Asuka. No, she looked like she was selling most of the match. And then she got her moves in. And then Michael Cole said that she loves to have fun. And then she won. Did you know she loves to have fun? I'm quite aware of this. She loves to have fun. It's great. Don't we all love to have fun, Owen? Have a great time. I I love to have fun. I'd rather Oscar be a... A scary monster lady that doesn't talk much and just appears out of nowhere. I mean, they already have one of those, aside from the fact that she walked out. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, she did not walk out. Those rumors are wrong. Okay. She asked for a, you know, a break because she's worn out. Her body hurts. It takes a toll on you. And she's, you know, kind of a larger athlete. So it takes an extra toll. So she's taking some time off. Okay. Not not released. Not asking for a release. Just taking a break to heal up. So she doesn't become like those people who get surgery months after getting an injury because they won't stop. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, let's talk about other things that happened on this pay-per-view. Hey, Jack, can we talk about the good women's match? Yeah, fucking Alexa Bliss and Mickey James had a uh, fucking great match. Oh, I thought you were talking about Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks. That, no. No, we don't, we don't need to talk about that. It wasn't good. No, it was, it was every single one of their matches. Again. Was, yep. Let's, let's throw slaps at each other. Let's do the hair thing. I mean, okay, I'll throw this out there. I gotta say it every single time, because, you know, it's just fucking true. Alicia Fox's Northern Lights suplex, fucking incredible. Yep. That's all she got. That extension that she has on it is absolutely fucking unreal. Like, 
Mm-hmm. She puts goddamn Jason Jordan to shame. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is also... I won't say all that she has, but it's a lot of what she has. Aside from her, like, I'm screaming at people thing. Yeah, she does that. I'm into it. I've I've heard that about you. Hey, John, I didn't really want to talk about that much. I just wanted to mention that it existed so we didn't have to. Well, we had to talk about it because I had thoughts on it. So there. Okay. I also have thoughts on Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Shit, man. That's probably Alexa's best match that's coming to Raw. Hey, John. And by probably, I mean was. Hey, John. Yeah? If... The uh, Balor match wasn't on this card. It would have been match of the night. Oh yeah, because it's funny because uh, over at the the Ozone Discord, Mistaken was trying to call me out for saying, "Oh, you just hate the Raw women." I was like, "And you just say all the matches suck because I mentioned I didn't like What'd the Oscar you do? match." No, I because I instantly said I loved this match, and also at the at the what was the last one? Uh, No Mercy? Yeah. The women's match was my favorite match of the night. I like the Raw women. If they actually like put on a good match, I will acknowledge that. And once again, they stole the show here. It was a really good match. Mickey James is wearing jeans, and she's a mom. And it was great. The Alexa Bliss did Twisted Bliss? I want to give credit to the camera work, which is a weird thing to do. But they actually, like, those those zoom-ins on Alexa Bliss's face when she was, like, looking very upset was incredible. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah, the match told a great story. They actually built on, like, you know, logic in the match and wh- how the attacks were going to affect different body parts. It led to the finish. It was competitive. It went back and forth. Brilliant. And the one thing I will say is that I was a bit disappointed in the finish. I wasn't. Like, I I didn't think it was bad so much as it was just like, you know, look, that's throwing someone into the turnbuckle, like, accidentally, but not accidentally. Like, that's how she won the title from Bailey. Like, you know. She worked on the shoulder the whole match. That was the point. That was the point of the logic. Was she was working on that shoulder, and you're thinking, well, it's not affecting her finisher because her finisher is a kick, so that's a weird thing to work on. And then it, then you figured it out. Oh, it's a weakness so that she can nail her in with the post and then get the win. I mean, she didn't throw her into the post and by her shoulder. She threw her head first. I thought her shoulder hit as well. I sure, I guess maybe a little bit, but it was mostly. It's the, I feel like the context was mostly going head first into the thing. I think like when Bailey went shoulder. head first into the thing. I think it was supposed to play up on the shoulder as well, but because that was how the match was being built. But whichever. Point is, great match. No, it was a fantastic match. Like you know, and and the the ending was you know again it was fine. It was just. Something that I thought was less creative. I wish it was a little bit more creative than it was. Okay. For such a very good match. I feel like it was the only part that didn't live up to the creativity. And just, like, the absolute fucking going for it that, like, the every other part of that match did. It was fantastic. Also, I have a question for you, John. What's that? 
Is there going to be a review up on the site? Yeah, there will. Okay, because been wondering. week sucks. Okay, I'm just wondering. Because I'm very curious to hear your uh, thumbs up and down on the, the, the show. I want to see if this actually gets like a mostly positive review from you. I think it probably will. I mean, will it, John? Will it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, Elias I guess was interrupted constantly. That I already know. That's getting an up and a down. Spoilers. I thought I was gonna get all down. No, because fucking Elias is great. Jason Jordan. Dude, Jason Jordan sucks, and fuck that ending. Fuck them having a match. The match was fine. No one cared, though. Yeah, no one cared, because this match just came out of nowhere, and nobody likes Jason Jordan enough to, like, want to watch him get killed, or kill Elias. Like, and Elias was just getting, like, all of the fucking heat. Holy shit. The second time that he came out, and, like, he was trying to sing, and just the crowd completely deafened him... It was amazing. I have not seen someone get that much heat on fucking Raw TV in a long time. Like... That was Vicky heat. Yeah, that was, like, some serious heat. Like, not even... Not even fucking Roman got it that bad when he was... Is after fucking WrestleMania. Like, no, he that's got not it. true at all. You don't remember that. No, I do true. remember that. I remember... Th- I remember it because I watched it recently. Because I wanted to see if, uh if the network version had Fuck You Roman in it. It doesn't. Oh. They cut it. Oh. Dicks. Ooh. I know, right? No, he got it. Well, clearly he got it bad, but you know what? When he was, when he said his fucking five words, they shut up. They didn't let Elias do anything. It was so good. Well, this is similar to when he did that at that NXT show I was at. Oh, yeah, I know. Look, I how clearly, clearly house shows are, are going to be, especially a house show like that, is going to be fucking nuts. Like, we, whenever he tried to sing, we were chanting, shut the fuck up, Adam. It was really, really good. But it's also a thing that doesn't really happen on pay-per-views very often, or even Raw, for that matter. Mm-hmm. And to watch it was splendid and wonderful. Yeah, Elias is over as a heel. It's great. It's great. He's so, he's amazing. I, I he's like the he's probably going to win most improved. They should pair him with Enzo. No. Like absolutely not. You will ruin Elias. Holy shit. No, you'll 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 elevate Enzo. No! Leave Enzo in the trash where he belongs! Speaking of trash, that fucking cruiserweight match! The title one? There... Yeah! Hey, John. Oh, right, there was also Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus Brian Kendrick and Jack Aller. That was fine. That was fun. Yeah, it was, was fun. fun. It was, I liked it. Was, yeah, it was good. It was just throwaway. Well, yeah, because the cruiserweight division is throwaway. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was mostly good so that I could hear Man with a Plan, because I like that entrance theme. You didn't get to hear it at the end, though? No, I didn't get to hear it at the end, which was a bummer. Also, you got to hear uh, Jack Gallagher's new uh, William Regal theme. 
Yeah, I'm not so into it. I like it. Like, I get what they're going for. I just don't think they're doing it very well. Okay. Sure. Yeah, this match is fine. Whatever. Yeah, but the, the title match sucked. Yeah, Enzo versus Kalisto. That was bad. Weird, Jaws, as if Enzo was really fucking sick. Was he sick, or did he just have not have a voice? No, there was something wrong with him. Okay, yeah, probably. I mean, look. That's what I was told. It's like, yeah, he was not in a good condition to wrestle, but he did it anyway. That's why I was so sloppy. I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there, Owen. I've seen numerous Enzo Mora matches, and that kind of sloppiness is something I kind of expect from him, so... Yeah, but not to this degree. It was, he was not well. That's, and that's good to know. That's, that, you know, that's very unfortunate, and I am sad to hear that. I hope he gets better soon. At the same time... No, no John. I hope he, st- he loses his voice forever. You know Why? Why? Because then you get what happened with uh, Drew Gulak. Did you did you not know what he did? What did he do? Enzo wrote out his promo, and Drew Gulak read out Enzo's promo in the whitest way possible. Wow. Yes. So he is a certified G, and indeed a bona fide stud. And that and that you cannot be taught. <laughs> it's really and then just the Enzo like reacting to the way he's saying like that's not the right way at all. Yeah, it was before the uh, the tag match on Raw this happened because he had everyone uh, spell out soft his whole team each one getting a letter, including Enzo getting the T and not being able to do it properly because he had no voice. It was good. I'm going to tell you a little secret here, Owen. Drew Gulak's the best? I, I watched Raw on Hulu. And as Hulu usually does, Cruiserweights did not make the cut! Being being cut, Drew Gulak was cut from the pre-show. I know! What the fuck? He he was very upset, on, and he came out and was complaining about it. And they actually like cut him off the commercial while he was trying to talk. Have I imagined he's the best? It's pretty cool. Drew Gulak is the best. I've been saying this for a while, and now people are starting to realize he's the best. He's pretty cool. I mean, let's be fair. He wasn't very good when he first started. No way. He had that music. It was great. All he had was, look at me, I have a jacket. I like Ren Fairs? Look at, look at me. I'm Mr. Gulak. And now he's fucking Tucker Carlson, and it's great. I mean, that was his gimmick on in CZW. So he's just doing what he's been doing. It's fine. I didn't see him in CZW, so that's cool. So I'm scared of CZW. Jesus! Pretty much. Anyway, um... Is that it for the pay-per-view? Uh... I don't even remember. We talked about the women's matches. Yeah, we talked about the women's matches. Yeah, there were only like six matches on the card. Uh, there wasn't a tag title match because the tag kids were in there. Say, ditto Intercontinental. And pff, are you fucking kidding me? Brock Lesnar showing up to that show? No, he showed up the following the next night and then 
totally ethered the shit out of gender. Yeah, fuck your champion, dog. And guess what, John? What? I 100% agree with you. Fuck our, fuck my champion. I can't wait for him to beat Brock Lesnar. That's not gonna happen. Mark, I'm saying it now. Everyone, to, like, pay attention. Jinder Mahal is gonna beat Brock Lesnar. Because everything is terrible. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let let us qu- qualify the statement. Let me clear, get some clarification questions. It's not going to be clean, obviously. Will it be a pinfall? Yes. It's going to be a pinfall after a coloss. That I don't buy at all. Either that or it's going to be a roll-up. It's one or the other. Colossal or a roll-up is going to happen. No. I could see him winning by count out, but... Nope. He's gonna pin him. Mark my words. Alright, have fun with that. Yeah, uh... Fucking Paul Heyman basically talked, spent an entire promo talking all about how he respects basically most of uh, Brock Lesnar's opponents. But fuck gender, come on! I mean, he's not... Saying what we were all thinking. No, you're saying what we were all saying. You weren't just thinking it. We've been saying fuck Ginger for a while. Yeah, I know. Fuck, fuck Ginger. Like, he kind of broke kayfabe with a lot, a couple parts of that speech. It was pretty good. Yep. People should well, go check that out. Like, basically talking about how he was, like, a fucking, uh, hand-me-down champion. Yep. It's, like, you know, basically implying that, oh, they put the belt on him. Yeah, they're not wrong. He's well, not yeah, wrong. it's just you don't acknowledge that. You can tell Paul Heyman no? No, I'm not going to tell Paul Heyman no. Correct. He's Brock he Lesnar. Believe- Why would I do that? The advocate. I'm going to make a prediction about this match, Owen. What is it? This is going to be on our worst matches of the year list. I mean, you could just write it in and then your prediction comes true. I was just saying, like, name a good Jinder Mahal match. No, I can't. How dare you? Name a good Brock Lesnar match ever since that fucking Dean Ambrose travesty. Goldberg. WrestleMania. That was not a very good Brock Lesnar match. Suplexed him. Did. And he won and did all the stuff. It was also like four minutes. Fine. Fatal four-way at SummerSlam. I don't even think Brock was that great in it. It doesn't matter if he was great, the match was great. But that's not the point. The point is that Brock is not been really all that great for a while. He got killed by Braun Strowman. He's been having weak matches. I can't believe it. The guy who doesn't wrestle all the time is not good at wrestling. It's like they're covering up the, his one weakness. I'm aware. It's just... Stop. Stop then. Stop. Make someone cool with the champion. And not fucking Roman. I know that's what you're thinking. Not fucking Roman. God damn it. It is going to be Roman, so deal with it. Shut up. This is the hell you live in, John. 
This is Monday Night Raw. Alright, speaking of hell, let's just talk about the fucking thing. So someone, someone someone should just wipe out Raw from all existence. Well luckily for you, your dipshit commissioner showed up and Excuse had his me? fucking goons kill everybody on the Raw and turning your fucking show heel and uh yeah. proving What's once again proving once again that SmackDown and its fans are the equivalent of the Mets. What's that supposed to mean? I remember how dare you compare me to the Mets. You are the Mets. No. Your shit is blue. You're second best. You'll always be second best. No. You may true. have better shit, but no one fucking cares. You're constantly talking about how better you are, but nobody cares. I mean, I care. Seems like a lot of people care that SmackDown is the better show. Yeah, and they're all watching SmackDown. And there's more people watching Raw. Sorry. Weird, it's as if you have three hours. It's as if you have more opportunity for people to show up and watch. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Your show could have three hours if it didn't suck. Yeah, well, you had The Shield on your show, and the Brock Lesnar, and you had all the big highlights. Oh, it's everyone... It's all talk about how great Raw is because it's got all the big superstars, whereas SmackDown is over here with two hours and barely gets to show off all the talent they have. Not my problem. Give give me back main event, you asshole. I didn't you take it from it. you. You stole it. You personally took it. You wrote a letter and said, I need an extra hour. It's all you. You and your damn cruiserweights that are... That, your cruiserweights killed to, uh, Talking Smack. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Your fault. I you mean, had a great thing going. It's not my cruiserweights, considering that their show is taped after yours. Yeah, but they're part of the Raw roster. They compete at your pay per views. They're your brand. I don't. I don't accept the cruiserweights into my life. It's, you know this. I know, but it's, it's still a thing. You have to deal with it. What is fuck your show? Fuck Goldust. I hope he's dead now because he got killed in the backstage during that attack. Fuck yeah, fuck why is everyone on the SmackDown roster a piece of shit? That's a good question. Fucking Titus O'Neil, Titus O'Neil, and fucking Apollo Cruz were super excited to see the new day. They're like, "Oh, hey Xavier, what's up, man?" And then fucking they jump him. Fuck Titus. You remember that promo from last year? Do it was a bad <laughs> fuck promo. Him. Fuck him. Fuck Titus. He's, he's done a lot better since then. Oh, I was playing the shit. Fuck him. He was squandered on SmackDown. Now he's squandered on Raw. Maybe it's a maybe it's an Apollo problem, not a booking problem. No, let's be honest. It's a WWE doesn't know how to write black people problem. All right. Uh, hey, New Day. Uh, no, wait, they don't write the New Day. New Day yeah, they, come on, that's the, the proof positive. They tried writing the New Day, and everybody hated it, so they said, okay, just do whatever, I don't care. And they they're, fucking no. New Day made it work because they're brilliant. And now they're killing your show. Including Are you really surprised that Michael Hayes can't write for a person of color? That's all I'm saying. True. Anyway... Ask Mark Henry. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Point is, hey, John. Fuck this company, and especially fuck SmackDown. No, SmackDown's great. I'm I'm glad they beat the shit of your team, your entire roster. This is stupid. The bullshit. shield got laid out too. It was great. It was stupid. Chad Cable beat the crap out of Jason Jordan. Cause fuck Jason Jordan. I'm I'm stealing. You know what? I, I'm stealing a point from from Brandon Stroud over at Wispan Knicks here, but I don't yeah. care. This is basically the equivalent of. The fucking left Twix versus what right Twix ads. They're both the exact fucking same. And God. yet we're acting like, oh, it's this big difference. Oh, this matters. Oh, this is an important thing. You work for the same fucking company. Shut up. Hey, fucking killing like the entire fucking SmackDown roster turning heel or some shit. Whatever. John. This doesn't make any fucking sense. This is all some like bullshit fucking corporate garbage which is why Dolph Ziggler's fucking explanation on Twitter was terrible hey John what how about we stop like thinking about it logically and just have fun yelling at each other for a month no yes no why fuck these shows oh Smackdown's great no Raw's bad no yeah, okay, I, I won't argue with that one. Actually, you know what? No, Raw was okay this week. No, it there, wasn't. It was, there were some was, parts. It was good because SmackDown showed up and you had AJ Styles, who was a mole. I didn't mind the the women's match. I don't understand why Alicia Fox is going to be team captain, nor do I really understand what team captain does, if I'm being quite honest. It's not like she picks the people. Just for fun. But hey, I liked when Alicia Fox was celebrating in the crowd. That's cool. Hey, hey, John. Did, what? Did, have you seen anything about SmackDown? No. Uh, yes, actually, I have. What, what? What have you? What is it you know about SmackDown? I watched the ending of SmackDown, and I saw what might be one of the worst promos of the year. Don't you dare say that ending promo was... Yeah, I'm gonna say that ending promo. I thought it was great. I Are you fucking kidding me? Daniel Bryan sounded like the, a fucking robot. Like, he sounded like he had no idea what the fucking words were coming out of his mouth. You the entire watched... thing was so fucking stilted. Like, you should have seen the rest of the show, and then it would have made more sense. Because... They had they had a promo earlier in the night where they had a whole... Con so let me just get into that since we're talking about the whole invasion that happened, the whole hashtag under siege that went down. And yeah, I will accept that, you know, I didn't watch the, a lot of the show, so I, if there were playing on things that happened earlier, clearly I missed that. But from my perspective, it was Dan Bryan going, and like Shane going, yeah, well, they didn't show up this week, that's cool, and Dan Bryan... Going, yeah, but they will show up next week sometime, or maybe in the future. Like, he that—he literally sounded like he was reading off a fucking cue card somewhere. Let me explain to you why that makes sense, But John. couldn't fucking read the words. Let me explain to you why he sounded weird when he said it. Because what happened was, partway through the show, you know, Danny Bryan was in the office with Shane and said... Can we talk about what happened on Monday? Because that wasn't cool. I had no idea about that. Why Why would you do that? 
that was a shitty thing to do. And she says, well, you know, we... Thank you, Dan Bryan, you get me. I wanted to get a preemptive strike on them, and also on the commissioner, so I don't need... I'm kind of above you, and I can make my own calls. And then Dan Bryan says, I really think this is a really bad idea. And also, my job... In my job description, it says I'm supposed to give you my opinion on this, so I'm doing that. You, you really shouldn't have done that. So, later, so at the end of the night, when he's talking about, hey, no, they didn't attack. Danny Bryan was talking that way because he knows something. I think Danny Bryan is going to help Raw get, retaliate. And it's going to be a turncoat on SmackDown. That didn't make his delivery any less stilted and weird and mad. I didn't think it sounded that weird. I thought it sounded like he was off on purpose. So, our teacher... I feel, like, I feel like there's a fine line between off and, like, just the delivery of those lines was weird. It didn't make sense to me. Dan Bryan's not a great actor. All the things that don't make sense to me, even though I understand them and I understand why they do them... And I also understand that this, even though he is a babyface, he's not like a true clean babyface or anything. Who? Find Randy Orton winning by punching Sami Zayn in the balls. Come on. Uh, we'll, th- we'll talk about that because there's a whole thing. I got I got to start from the beginning first. For I mean, you this. don't have to. I want to because the opening promo with Shane was extremely good and embodied my feelings for SmackDown. Where I talk about how great SmackDown is. Shane came out and talked about how they took it to Raw and how much they suck and how, you know, we we got the first strike and we taught them a lesson. And the crowd was super into it. Yeah, again, because you people are Mets fans. Crowd was so pro SmackDown. And whenever he talked about Raw, the crowd booed. Again, because you people are Mets fans. No, it's because we have brand loyalty, unlike the Raw fans who would rather cheer for SmackDown because it's a better show. No, it's not about brand loyalty as much as it's about we don't care. You can do whatever you want. We don't give a shit. We're always going to be the number one show and better than you. Yeah, okay. Well, guys don't really seem like a number one show to me. But that's just, that's, that's none of my business, I guess. Uh... What show has Brock Lesnar and The Shield? Which show has Shinsuke Nakamura? And Randy Orton? And Charlotte Flair? And Becky Lynch? None of these people are as big as Brock Lesnar or The Shield. But yeah, you hate them though. They may be big, but they suck. Hey, Ambrose and Rollins are cool. Yeah, I mean, it's that other guy that, you know, is not so great. But hey, but, he's not going to be around for a little bit, so hey, it's all smooth sailing. But John, also what was great was when Shane was talking about how they were hashtag under siege. You know, bro- also, Rollins. stop. Just don't say fucking You don't hashtag. understand, John. The crowd chanted under siege. That's not the point. It was great. The point is, don't say hashtag. Don't say that. Yeah, yeah, trendy, man. It's what the kids do these days. 
But man. She's like 50! He's cool. How, how do you do, fellow teens? I got my backward baseball hat. And my, and my baseball jersey. I mean, you don't even need to say that because he's already doing it with his fucking cool dad leather jacket. So cool. He's so cool, man. Crowd chain under siege. It was awesome. And then, of course, there was a reason that Shane came back was because he wanted to confront Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And if you go to my article over at ProWrestling.cool, my about last night for SmackDown, John, you will see some of the most heelish skanking I've ever seen in my life. I have seen the heel skanking. It's very good. It is very good. Sami Zayn as a heel is actually the best thing that's ever happened to him. And, uh, yeah, remember the part where you're like, oh, everyone's all buddy-buddy now on SmackDown because they're all working together? Mm-hmm. Same as Zane says, like, yeah, I, you know, I don't like you. However, if I like SmackDown, and if you guys want to win, I guess me and Kevin Owens will be on your team and lead you guys to victory or whatever. And Shane says, no, fuck you. <laughs> I don't, I hate you. Why would I do that? However, because it's the land of opportunity, he'll give him a, an op- a chance to earn a spot against Randy Orton in the main event. Also, yes, I'm aware that Shane hates Sami Zayn. That's why he hasn't given Sami Zayn anything to do. He, he fought the Randall Snake Man. I mean, before this. Well, yeah, because he's straight up... Remember, that's the reason he turned heel, is because I told you he was trying to warn Kevin about Kevin I Owens. I know that you're missing the point of... Yes. I, I, I Shane just legitimately at. hates Sami Zayn. He didn't, he didn't need to turn on him to hate Sami Zayn, because he clearly already did. True, but now he, he continues to hate him and put him in matches with the Randall Snake Man. And, uh... Kevin Owens talks to Sammy later and says, you know, we gotta we gotta win and make this team Kevin and Sammy, but then Kevin Owens says no, it's gonna be team Sammy and Kevin. And also Owens has a match next week with Nakamura for a spot. Sure. I I don't know about this Kevin Owens thing he's doing. He's making it very blatant that this is gonna be a whole festival of friendship again. And he's going to kill Sami Zayn at the right moment. What do you think? Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's what Kevin Owens does. But what if he, what if Sami turns on him? That'd be crazy. I wouldn't be opposed to it. It would just be wild. Yeah, what, what if Sami is the bigger heel and, and destroys Kevin Owens? Great. I'm not anyway. sure if I buy that, considering that, you know... Fucking, we have heel Sami Zayn, and we also get a match in which he did the the fucking through the ropes DD, tornado DDT for the first time in like ever. Pretty good. That move is amazing, and I love that move. And I was like, oh my god, he actually did it. Sami Zayn's getting to do Sami Zayn things because he's actually you know being pushed. But it's also weird because it's like, that's not really a heel move, though. It's a Sami Zayn move. He can turn a heel if he wants. If he made more violent, kind of like his skanking, he made more violent. 
True. Yeah. But yeah, the main event was Sami Zayn versus Randy Orton, which is crazy. And as you were alluding to, the end was Kevin Owens getting up, interfering with the referee, and then Randy uh, giving him a low blow. And an RKO. Which, I mean, yeah, okay. Turnabout is fair play. Randy Orton got clocked in the dick last week by Sami Zayn, and that's how Sami Zayn won. But at the same time... Don't say, oh, that's not a face move. It's not! And I get that, like, you know, the the fucking law of wrestling is that you always get a receipt. But I'm just... I just want to fucking... I just want a fucking babyface that's actually going to be a babyface and not do that shit. See, John, that's the thing. That's not Randy Orton's thing. He's a fucking asshole. I know that's not Randy Orton's thing. In the same way that it's not... That, like, you know, that would not be something to expect from, say, The Miz's face run, where he did the exact same shit. I'm saying maybe Randy Orton shouldn't be a face. Or maybe he's being a cool, like, anti-hero face. I don't. Do you, you do you understand? He burnt a man's house down, and was cheered for it. Yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. It's fucked up. It's also awesome. I cheered for it. And I said, "This is terrible." And then we got to the match, and we said, "Wow, this is terrible." No, we don't. We don't need to talk about that, please. No, except we do. Randy Orton does not have good matches. You don't need to talk about his in-ring. This match was fine. Yeah, I mean, I, it was great. It was pretty much a showcase for Sami Zayn, getting to do Sami Zayn things. It was awesome. True. Happy That's about it. why it was fine. And also, he got screwed out of it, and now he can have an actual grievance with Shane to try to get another chance at a spot. That's the real reason, is they wanted to get Orton and Nakamura into, into the match, but also get Owens and Zayn into it. Let's talk about the real important news of this show. The the way that the Usos pronounce Shelton Benjamin? No. This is really good. We'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about... No, that's all I wanted to say about that. Oh, really? Also, there was a spot in that tag match with the... When they were going to commercial, that Kofi was knocked out at the ringside, and Big E, who was not in the match... Ran over to him and, and kept pulling Budios out of his singlet and, and throwing them in his mouth. <laughs> it's pretty good. If those are the only things from that match I need to okay. talk about. Alright, that's fair. That's a, that's a fair thing to want to talk about. What's the most important thing you wanted to talk about? Your show is fucking garbage and terrible. You're doing a fucking two out of three falls match between Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Fuck off! Uh-huh. Sure. I'm, I'm not going to say it's good. What I am going to say it's good is the promo beforehand where, again, they address the issue of, yo, you both were in that attack on Monday. What's that about? Where Dolph went, I wasn't, I don't give a shit about you. I was doing it for the brand. We weren't being buddy-buddy there. We were just doing our business. I still hate you, and I still am better than you in every way. So at least they addressed it. They were both in there and but like not still not friends and they're still having this feud. The downside is Ryan just two out of three falls match. I don't know. I'm just glad they addressed it at least, but 
I still don't like the result that we're getting to. And I feel like they addressed a thing that didn't need to be addressed. Well, people are bringing it up, going, why is there... Because you said, oh, your whole show's heels. I actually know they're not. They still hate each other. Except actually, yes, because what the fuck are you having things like, you know, what the fuck is Becky Lynch doing fucking, like, attacking random fucking people? Becky Lynch doing Becky Lynch things. That's not Becky Lynch things at all. Uh, Becky Lynch is, like, pure baby face. She had that, that promo on Twitter. Or she pretty much laid out why she did it. It was not very good. She said, fuck Raw! And I said, yeah, I agree with you. Fuck Raw. You should probably have a better explanation for that. For why you would do, like, complete heel shit than... This other show from the company is something that I don't like because reasons? The actual reason she gave was because... Whenever they have joint brand pay-per-views, Raw always gets the main events and always gets the, the bigger promoted matches. And SmackDown keeps getting treated as, this, as the B-Show, and that's fucked up. You are the B-Show! No, Get over it! No! We'll fight you! This is our one night of the entire year that we get to fight you. Ignore the past two... Shows on Raw and TLC. Ignore those. It's the only night. Shut up. Can we talk about important things? What other important things could there possibly be on this show? Baron Corbin fought Sin Cara again. No. Baron Corbin lost again. <laughs> God damn it. He lost by disqualification. Of course he did. Because he wouldn't stop punching him in the face. It's a good reason to lose, if I'm being honest. Just saying, Sin Cara's 2-0 on Baron Corbin. Other great matches of high quality on this show was Sunil Singh against AJ Styles. AJ Styles made him tap out. Samir's gonna fight him next week. I'm so excited. Um... You know what is actually, like, legitimately good? What's that? Fashion Dogs. Was it? Did you see it? I, I did. I This is one of the other part of SmackDown that I watched, and uh, I wasn't super into it. The Ascension to dancing in with a thing of gasoline? And Finn Dang and, and Tyler Breeze asking them what are they doing and they say wasteland stuff. I mean, I'm that's the thing here, is that like I kind of feel like I'm I've now I'm totally on board with what you were saying a couple weeks ago. I don't care about Brazongo, I just want to watch the Ascension. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I love the Ascension in this. You drank that gasoline. <laughs> Also, just, they're the only ones that understand that 2B is the Bludgeon Brothers. I just wish that, like, these four were actually doing something on the Wrestle Show, other than, you know, look, I'm not complaining about the making crazy Southpaw regional wrestling style things. Like, it's super cool and all, but I want to see them wrestle. 
What if they have a four-on-four elimination match at Survivor Series with the Bludgeon Brothers and another team? Hmm? Uh, I don't know. Could be good. Uh, that's what it's got to lead to. It's got to lead to the Bludgeon Brothers having a match with Brazongo. Or the Ascension. Did you see the Bludgeon Bro- Brothers promo? Yeah, that was not great. It was great! It wasn't great. They were in the woods and they yelled Bludgeon Brothers and they attacked the camera with the things, with the hammers. It was awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so much fun. They also said other dumb things. I don't give a shit. They yelled Bludgeon Brothers. Have you, have you heard of wrestling expert Jeff Gershman's opinion of the, of this whole angle? No. He just yells Bludgeon Brothers. Sure. Okay. It's a good sum, it sums it up, really. Jeff Gershman's into it. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers. John, I get to see Eric Rowan and Luke Harper do things again. I'm let me ha- and they have hammers now. Let me have this. Look, I'm not complaining about Luke Harper getting to do things ever. That is never anything that you will hear me complain about. Okay. Note that I am saying absolutely nothing about Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan is a vintner. You shut your mouth. He's gonna solve I'm- that Rubik's cube and then hit it with a hammer. Did anything else happen on this bad show? One last thing. Um, so SmackDown's women's got to have a uh, a captain as well, since you have one. So everybody in the pool. Everyone except Natalia is backstage, and Danny Bryan says, "Good news, you're all on the team." Except there's one problem, John. What's that, Owen? There's six of them. No. And Lana brings that up like there's actually six of us. That doesn't make sense. Then he goes, "Oh yeah, n- not you." Just straight says, "No, Natalia. Uh, no, Lana, not you." Never, oh, okay. Never, never you. All right, fair. And uh, to determine the captain, fatal five-way match. Everybody in the pool. Uh, well, at least they're having everyone compete for a captainship instead of just picking three out of a hat. Because, oh, heaven forbid we let Asuka be in a match as Emma won. This match was good. The best part was uh, Natalia coming out beforehand and having Greg Hamilton uh, just say a bunch of shit about how great she is. Sure, okay. And then uh, Becky Lynch won by making Carmella tap out. Better choice than Alicia Fox. Yep, Becky Lynch is great. She's going to lead the team to victory. I'm excited. SmackDown was good this week. I give it a thumbs up. I'm going to laugh when SmackDown loses. SmackDown always loses, John. And that's why I'm going to laugh heartily. We won some of them. Let's talk about NXT. This show's really long. Yeah, okay. Let's go fast. Okay. Owen, this first match is actually something that you'd be very interested in. Uh Uh-huh. 
That was the team of Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Fuck yeah. Versus Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. Fuck those guys. They're not bad at the wrestles, though. I know, but I want them to get strong style to death. Guess what? What? Moss and Sabatelli won. No. And they pinned Oni Lorcan. Why would you say I'd like this? <laughs> it's the opposite of what I like. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah, serious? Is this what happened? That's what you get for your fucking SmackDown bullshit. That's what you get. Is this really what happened? That's really what happened. John, leave SmackDown out of my love for strong style guys. I was genuinely surprised when that when that happened. In fact, I would say uh, the entire crowd was very surprised. Was Mara surprised? Yeah, I'd say less so. I'd say the the uh, the announcers were less so surprised because they were like, "Oh, you know, they're good wrestlers. Of course they are." Crowd, oh, when that pin happened, it was just like, "What? No!" Did we get any Undertaker guy moments? No. It wasn't like, it wasn't like people having like, oh my god, what faces? As much as just people, like, the entire crowd letting out a collective, no! Yeah, that sums it, that sums it up, right? That's how I felt. It was good. I liked it. Hmm? I liked that a lot. It was also a really good match. Those, those guys seem very good. I, I don't get... Where they're going with this tag team stuff. So because upset. I don't think those guys are going to be in contention anytime soon. But as far as, you know, matches go, this, it was a good match. They're probably building someone up for the Street Profits to beat for a title shot. Oh, yeah. That, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, speaking of women's matches and everybody in the pool... Damn it, I was going to make that reference. Go ahead. There's women's battle royale to uh, battle royal to determine uh, the fourth spot in the uh, championship match at what they are still calling NXT TakeOver Houston on this show. Hey, John. Yeah? I have a feeling they booked these battle royals just to fuck with me and my stats. Because oh, really? They, they never list who's all in the match. I actually have to keep pausing it and looking at Look at and counting the number of people in the ring and track this shit down. Yep, true. It's the worst. This, this is gonna be all my morning tomorrow's figuring out who's in this match. Oh, I could tell you the final four of the match. Let me guess. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Dakota Kai one of them? No. F- fuck this show. Just tell me that. I don't care. It was uh Billy Kay. Great. Mercedes Martinez. Ugh, I don't like her. Yeah, she's really bad. Yep. She's really fucking bad. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know who's really good, though, and was also in the Final Four? Well, I was going to say Dakota Kai, but then said Final Four. Bianca Belair, dog! She's cool. She's great. She's awesome. She still whips people with her hair. Someone... Like, she tried to throw Billy Kay out and knocked Billy Kay out, and Billy Kay fucking hung on by, by hair. Bianca's hair. That's brilliant. 
it was a great fucking spot, and it just, it was painful to watch. It's like, I know those are extensions and everything, but, ah, uh, it's pulling on the roots. God. Billy Kay is great. Never it was really her. cool. And uh, was was even better was after she got back in the ring and was done slapping the shit out of people with her hair. She was like, fuck this shit. I'm putting, I'm wrapping my hair up so that you can't do this to me anymore. Smart. And then Mercedes Martinez hit her with a bunch of really bad-looking elbows. Wait, did you list all four people? No, I didn't, because the last one is the person that won the match, actually, Owen. This is Ashley Dakota Kai, because I want her to win. No, it's Nikki Cross. You like Nikki Cross! I do, but it's not not the one I wanted to win. They did a couple of the spots in this match where Nikki got thrown out of the ring through the, like the middle and the bottom rope and got like beaten the shit out of that and should of be course, elimination though. And then of course comes back later. Oh no. That used to be the rule for the women's battle Royals was the middle rope also counted. Is that not the case anymore? No, they're, they're doing exactly like the men's matches. It has to be over the top rope. Okay. It was, it was, it was an over-the-top rope battle royal. Okay, for, cause for a while, for the women, it was also the middle rope, because, you know, they're not... Because really Kevin tall. Dunn is a sexist prick. Yes, I know. Uh, I was just saying, because they're not as tall, and that's a big bump, but sure. I and because Kevin one. Dunn is a sexist prick. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a given, but... Speaking of sexist pricks, let's talk about Drew McIntyre. Oh, no. It was... They had a... They had a thing. It was like, oh, look at this thing that happened a couple days ago outside the performance center of like reporters hanging outside a door to interview Drew McIntyre because that's something that would happen. Uh huh. And then uh, Zelina shows up and is all like, hey, we challenged you to a match. Why haven't you accepted? What the fuck? And Drew's, it was the whole thing is like, Hey, oh, I've always been the same thing. I was going to do Scottish accent, but fuck it. Nope. Uh, you know, this is the usual bullshit of like, if he wants a match, he has to come and face me and stare me in the eyes like a man. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck your stupid masculinity bullshit. Shut up. Hey, he's not good. He challenged you to a match. Just accept the match, you dork. Anyway, you, you want to talk about someone cool? Um, are we going to talk about Dakota Kai? No, we're not talking about Dakota Kai. No. We're talking about the Dutch Undertaker! Huh? Alistair Black. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you forget. Yes, he's Dutch. My bad. Yes. He's great. He, he was coming to the ring and everything and walking through the smoke and then fucking Velveteen Dream just like fucking magically appears behind him and it was fucking great. What? And he started beating the shit out of him. Good. And he got Alistair Black all wrapped up in the ropes and was yelling at him, say my name, and slapping him a whole bunch of times. Did you say his name? No, he threw a kick at his head and fucking belted him in the head. Ow. And then he went for Black Mass, and uh, Velveteen Dream dodged it and got out of there. Wow. I really like both of these guys. 
I'm I, still very concerned about the heat that Velveteen Dream is getting. I, I hope that you're. I hope you're just projecting this. I hope so too. I really do. But the crowd really doesn't like him, and like they don't like him in a way that kind of reminds me of how the crowds first felt about Tyler Breeze when he debuted. Okay. Where, you know, people were actually yelling the F word at him. Have they done that for Velveteen Dream? Not that I've heard. Okay. Good. But I'm I'm definitely concerned. I'm still very concerned. Let's wait for Takeover in front of a live crowd to see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the main event. It was uh, very good. Even though it had Roderick Strong. Also, don't forget where that takeover is taking place. Yeah, I know. It's in Houston. In Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everything's bigger, including problematic Big, views. Bigotry. Yep. Big is in the word. Roderick Strong fought Andrade Cien Almas. Did he get fucked up? Um, actually, it was a very competitive match, and Roderick Strong was doing very well, and Roderick Strong almost won. He looked strong? He looked very strong. Uh, he had Cien Almas. He, like, kicked him out of the ring, did a crazy drop kick, and knocked him out of the ring at the very end. He, uh, threw him back in. And as the referee was looking at fucking uh, dealing with Cien Almas after, you know, he got thrown back into the ring, Zelina jumps up onto the ring apron and fucking Hurricane Ron is, is Roderick Strong face first into the steel steps. What? Everybody lost their goddamn mind, and so did I. She did a wrestle move? Yeah, it was insane. Nice. Like, it was an amazing Hurricane Rana. Okay. And the ref didn't say it? No. Hey, you should have watched that. It was a cool move. Yeah, I know, right? He he missed some cool shit. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd saw it, though, and they were very excited by it. Also very excited by it, seeing Almas, because it allowed him to hit the Hammerlock DDT and win. Yay. Another work contender. And then uh, he... They end by uh, go- him going, him and Zelina going to uh, the announce table and stealing Morrow's headset and being all like, check it out, Drew. I'm going to face you in the ring next week. Let's see if you actually show up, you coward. Nice. But that's uh, not the end of NXT. What? Because Rod Strunk is standing all in the ring, sad and everything. So who should show up to help him but the Undisputed Era? I was going to say sadly, but yeah, sure. Three of them come up and take the ring, and are like, hey man, this isn't you. You could be doing so much better. You could be doing so much cooler than all this. Nam Cole takes off his crazy Undisputed Era wristband, and gives it to Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong takes it. And then Undisputed Era leaves, and Roderick Strong is just standing in the ring, staring at the the wristband, being like, I don't know. And that's that how NXT ended. Uh, very cool. cool yeah. Ending. It was good it was a good ending. It was a good NXT. 
Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds better than the other two shows that we're arguing about. Yeah, honestly, that's the thing, is that NXT is still the best show of the week. Hmm. Hey, John? What's that, Owen? You know what's the second best show of the week? Uh, Heel Turn? You know it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool. It's not cool. It's our sick-ass website that you should check out. It's neato. There might be a review up this week. There'll be a review up this week. Okay. There's, a, there's about last night up. There's statistics up there. There's hot takes up there. There wasn't one last week, but there probably will be one this week. Good stuff. You should check it out pro, pro wrestling.cool. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash PWC where you can give us anywhere from a dollar to twenty dollars. Hey, if month. you give us a buck, you get the show notes. Plus you get the other cool content as well. I kind of forgot to do my predictions on Monday because I have been dealing with a knee injury. Yes. So apologies to that for premium people, but I will I'll get back to that once my knee's doing better. So check that out over at patreon.com slash PWC. And while you're doing that, you can keep abreast of everything we're doing throughout the week by uh, checking out our Facebook, facebook.com slash PWDOTC, or our Twitter at The Heel Turn. And of course, we stream this sucker live starting at 9 p.m. every Wednesday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, that is, over at uh, twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Mm-hmm. True. Hang out in the chat there with us. Doing cool stuff. Being chill, bros. Did, did you promote Zonecast.com? I didn't, but that's a website where we have a bunch of podcasts. Including this one. And this, uh, I, this one of I'd them. Rather Not, comedy podcast that you and I are on. That's the thing. And uh, Echo Chamber, a music and gaming podcast. Maybe that'll come back someday. Hope Springs Eternal. On that, where can they find you, Owen? Did you plug the Twitters? Yeah, I did. Then you can plug my Twitter at the underscore ozone. Well, isn't that cool? It's not cool. Find me at various places on the internet at I am John GM. That's cool. It's a thing. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode. John and I will continue to argue about Raw and SmackDown because it's fun to do. And I'll until- mostly just be upset that I have to keep doing this nonsense. Only a couple more weeks, John. Also, stop calling my team the Mets. It's very offensive. Stop being the Mets and I'll stop calling them that. Nope. And so we'll be back next week. And until then... I mean, just remember that, you know, that means the Raw are the Yankees. And let's see how the Yankees are doing this World Series. Whoops. That's the secret, folks. They're both losers. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network. Produced and edited by Owen Douglas. 
Find more of our shows at zonecast.com. <laughs>